Kobe Belt on DFW Sports Station. Wish it was under some better circumstances after what happened last night. Damar Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills uh, suffering cardiac arrest, having to have CPR administered for nearly 10 minutes before the NFL suspends the Bills and the Bengals. Uh, Four hours ago, the Bills' official Twitter account gave us an update. Cardiac arrest, heartbeat restored. Uh, He is sedated and listed in critical condition. Bobby, take us through your viewing experience of watching all this play out and unfold. Uh, So it's funny. I was actually... uh getting my kids ready for bed and as we were going to the back i uh i had just opened up twitter while the kids were brushing their teeth and i refreshed it and i saw everybody just saying well that's the scariest thing i've ever seen on a football field that's terrifying and i was like what the hell just happened like i was away for two minutes and so i went up front and it was just it, it is stunning like when you watch it how because the first thought that came into my mind watching it was like, and again, this is all just my initial reaction is like, did you get hit in the neck or something? Was there an artery? Because yeah. when you get up and just go like that, it's 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 scary. And that's the thing is that when they showed the replay, I was like, no, nah, this doesn't feel like something that he's just going to bounce back and get up from. And then just slowly as you start hearing the CPR thing, and it's like, well, they don't start CPR unless there's like not a pulse. And or so, you're like not breathing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right? and yeah. And so like it's just one of those things where when you're seeing it live, the the thing that kept going through my head is like get ESPN off the TV. Like get this broadcast crew off. Go to ESPN classic replay of you know, Lakers, Celtics, and the whatever you gotta do. Go throw on some generic programming to get these announcers off the TV. Yeah. And stop the game. Just cut it. The the very initial thing should have been it's temporarily suspended. Temporarily suspended. Teams go to the locker room. We'll figure it out. Um, what do you think happened when Joe Buck made the announcement? Okay, the the players have been told they have five minutes to warm up and get back out there. Do you uh, think the NFL said, let's go? Somebody there had to have. They're not just going to do that on their own. Right. The refs aren't just going to. Because like Joe Buck said later on, he's like, this is out of the refs' hands right now. When they were all back in the locker room, he's like, so if they come back out on the field, this isn't the refs' decision. Same sort of thing yeah. where we, if they are being told go, that's some official on site with the league telling them get them ready. That that's that's an instruction from probably Donna Ponte, who usually is at those the Monday night games. That'd probably come from her. And you texted us that you thought the NFL screwed this up last night. So yeah, I, because I, I, it's because it, you, it's terrible. Ob- and the NFL is is always guilty of this. Uh, where they are they are completely reactionary they they are never proactive they are always reactive they they always will will respond to what the masses have to say about something that's why they they slow play deshaun watson suspension and get a get a sense of okay how are we supposed to punish him here that's why they will do certain things and then immediately mm-hmm. kind of turn you know turn right around and go oh okay we're changing this up same sort of thing it's almost like they their natural inclination was, oh, the show must go on, right? You know, got to gotta go out there. Yeah. And they they saw what, not only what the players were doing on the field, but they probably saw all the social media reaction, hear their own announcers basically saying, this can't really go on, can it? And then they realized, well, I guess it can't go on. If literally everyone's saying it can't go on, we're going to look terrible. I mean, they built a league off of the gladiator uh, ideal that basically we all have. I mean, we are innately just designed to like be drawn to warriors, right? It was, mm-hmm. They built an entire empire 
on that philosophy. And then they also do the, like you said, you see college football teams, you see football teams, any, any, any sport, they float a name out there. Like for a coaching hire, right? They float a name. They get the re- they gauge the reaction to the name, and then they make the decision based off that reaction. Right. Well, they floated nothing out here just to gauge the reaction. I I, I thought they handled it as, as you know they were in a no win situation. You know, every they were going to get criticized by somebody for doing a lot of the different you know options that they had. I thought letting the players decide what they want to do was okay. Let the if the players want to continue playing. Let them play. I mean, I don't know that they let the players decide. I don't know that they let the players decide. It sounds like the players and the coaches just said. Refused. We're n- refused. Yeah. And the, the only way that this could have been a cleaner process, and it's hard, right? I mean, this has never happened before. Someone, someone could be dead on the field or passing away back in the locker room is just to just, without that five-minute warm-up, that makes them look really, really bad. They're going to get criticized for taking an hour in order to finally call it. But to be – look, in all the other instances, you get a player with a thumbs up, right, leaving the field, or you get word that they have some feeling in their extremities or in their body. You cannot think about it or even give the impression that you want to restart the game – when a guy was just given CPR for 10 minutes, it has not happened. It has not ever happened, and we're all waiting to see if he's gone, and then it's just it, it just feels a little bit cold. I don't know who gave the directive, but they're going to be criticized for that in an hour to call it. To me, that that's secondary, but those are the mechanics of what we know right now. Yeah, that's the the biggest thing. It's, it's so... I guess the and best. And I think word- they were waiting for an update in the back of, yeah. you know, because they're like, we really don't want to restart this, you know, we we don't want fairness to come into play. It's the game of the year, AFC seating. I get it that you were waiting, you know, maybe twenty, maybe thirty minutes uh, for some type of positive update that we all can take a sigh of relief, and and then the players can get back in play. Um, but also like. Did it not seem like it took an awful long time for for them to get to him to the hospital? I have no idea. But it, <laughs> well, yeah, no, he did not leave the they the the ambulance did not leave for thirty five minutes from the time of the hit to the the ambulance actually leaving. Now apparently they were his mom was in the stands. They were trying to get his mom into the the ambulance mm-hmm. with him, get him, get her out of the stands, get him in the ambulance. Um, but I mean that's yeah, it did it did feel a little bit like why has that not left yet? Whenever they kept cutting to the thing just sitting in the tunnel, it's like why why is it he going? And then yeah. you talk about the TV standpoint, and I, I tweeted out, you know, get these guys off TV. But but then you know this is just a little broadcast nerdiness. You're the producer, right? You're the executive. Are are you really gonna put on a thirty for thirty? We're all sitting there. I didn't change my TV. No, now, I didn't. I wasn't getting new information, and I knew I wasn't going to get new information. But just in case, yep. just to get right, you are watching Elisa Salters. I'm looking at her right now. I mean, she did a tremendous job last night uh, as she as she composed herself while breaking down. You're just it's 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 you know worse than, but kind of like the Rudy Gobert thing at the AAC mm-hmm. with COVID. Right, you're, you're you you cannot believe what you're seeing. It's such an eerie scene playing out. They probably knew that all the eyes were glued 
And sorry, Boog, sorry, Schefter, sorry, Buck, sorry, Aikman. The four of you got to somehow fill the time. I don't know if I was in that same situation as a TV exec if I'm flipping to. Because then we're all going to be saying, what's the update? What's the update? Yeah, we're, you, we were all watching and not turning it. You had to. They, they had to stay, I think, with some type of live coverage. Yeah, and, and I, again, there's no blueprint for this. No. So you cut and back to And you don't want Susie. someone to get in trouble for speculating. Correct. So you, you cut back to Susie. You know, you cut to a live shot. Of the game or the stadium, just you know the, the players there, you know, you know, not showing, not showing Hamlin on the floor on the field, you know, surrounded by players, you know, you, you do it, you do it as tastefully as you can, then you cut back to Susie and Booger and uh, I just and felt Schefter. bad for him. I, I, oh, I yeah. I'm sounding like a you know a hypocrite because I tweeted get him off, but I'm like, I think you ha- I think you had to do it. I just felt. Really, really bad. For I, them. I don't. I think after the second time you threw it to break in thirty seconds, you cut to something else. Like, like they don't. And, and I get we're talking about human life and not just weather. But like when baseball's in a rain delay, they cut to alternate programming. They don't just have the studio sit there and talk for forty five minutes. Yeah, c- completely different. It, it is completely different. But that's what I'm saying. Some of this trivial is weather. They cut away. Instead, you're gonna put everybody on the spot to go. I don't know. This is sad. This is sad. This is sad for forty five minutes. I think everybody was uncomfortable seeing that. Like, I mean, there there was a point pretty quick, about 15, 20 minutes, where I just turned it off. Like, I wasn't going to watch anymore, and I was going to follow along with whatever the the updates were on Twitter. But on the on the five minute thing, who was that? So Buck said it, but was that a stadium announcement? Where did where was that? Because you mean to warm up? Yeah. So the NFL apparently held a conference call really late last night at like one in the morning. And Troy Vincent was on that call, and he is the what's his official title with them? Players Executive Vice President of Football Operations. And when he was asked about the five minutes to warm up, he said, "I'm not sure where that came from. Frankly, there was no time period for the players to get warmed up. Frankly, the only thing we, that we asked was that Sean Smith communicate with both head coaches to make sure they had the proper time inside the locker room to discuss what they felt like was best." So the NFL's official position is we didn't tell them to warm up for five minutes. Yeah. So we don't know where that came from. Well, somebody Joe Burrow put his helmet on and started throwing, and they were all Stephon Diggs was trying to get everybody ready yeah. to play. So I somebody told them you got five minutes. Could have been the coaches right there sitting at midfield with the referees. But how did Joe Buck hear it? I feel like that had to have been somebody in the stadium or somebody yeah. had to have indicated that was what was happening. Yeah. And all they could do, 30 seconds, Buck is like back to commercial. Yeah. Back to commercial. That's all they could do. Uh, and then Booker McFarland was just, I'm I'm, I'm really not going to say anything. I'm not going to yeah. talk. I'm not going to comment. I can't. Uh, yeah, because so. they kept asking, you know, what, what, what's your experience? Like, I don't have an experience with this. Yeah. I've never had a player Nobody require does. CPR. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, look, go back in, in the history. It's, it's a handful of times. I flipped over to the NFL Network, and uh, whoever the host was was on with D'Angelo Hall, and it was the, what, what's the what's the what's the thought process on the sideline? I'm like, shut up. What are you, an idiot? Yeah, I, 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 you, you know, take us down on the field in terms of what you were possibly thinking. What? I I realize there's nothing you can do. No. But like like ad breaks are ad breaks. But man, there were a couple times where it was a weird tone where you're going from this is so serious to like and then they throw it to get ready for football. See and they just kept and I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, I, I get you've got advertising. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you know who they needed? They needed Ryan Clark on the live game coverage. Ryan he Clark and Scott Van mm-hmm. Pelt. Somehow filled all this time. Ryan Clark earned his 2023 pay already, and it wasn't just a bunch of generic stuff and time filler. He was eloquent. He he showed depth. Uh, 
this was a little bit of Ryan Clark last night after the incident and the game was called. Um, it's about a young man at 24 years old that was living his dream that a few hours ago was getting ready to play the biggest game of his NFL career and there's probably nowhere else in the world he wanted to be. And now he fights for his life. And when DeMar Hamlin falls to the turf and when you see the medical staff rush to the field and both teams are on the field, you realize this isn't normal. You realize this isn't just football. And so many times in this game and in our job as well, we use the cliches, you know, I'm ready to die for this. I'm willing to give my life for this. It's, it's time to go to war. And I think sometimes we use those things so much, we forget that part of living this dream is putting your life at risk. And tonight, you know, we got to see a side of football that is extremely ugly. That side of football that no one ever wants to see mm -hmm. or never wants to admit exists. When you see both teams on the field crying in that way, your first thought is DeMar Hamlin. Yep. The second thought is his family. And this isn't about a football player, right? This is about a human. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a friend. This is about someone who is loved by so many that you have to watch go through this. Mm -hmm. And so the next time I think that we get upset at our favorite fantasy player <laughs> or we're, we're upset that the, the guy on our team doesn't make the play and we're saying he's worthless and we're saying you get to make all this money, we should remember that these men are putting their lives on the line to live their dream. And tonight, DeMar Hamlin's dream became a nightmare for not only himself, but his family and his entire team. And Van Pelt was fantastic. I mean, just another reminder of why, you know, everybody in the business kind of reveres him. Um, and I thought, I was like, are you going to get yourself in trouble here? As he was talking about that warm-up period. Like, Scott was kind of questioning the league. And remember, Bill Simmons, back in the day, when he was the sports guy for ESPN, he had gotten in trouble for criticizing the NFL with TV deals and partnerships yeah. that you have. And I think Scott's got that status, man, where he can say what he wants. And he was questioning it a little bit, and I was like, ooh! And then I was like, okay, that's SVP. He he, he can do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he he uh, he can. Uh, Trucker.com text line uh, saying that if you turn away from the broadcast, it's more of a disrespect to Hamler. Everybody wanted to hear that he was okay. I disagree. ESPN's got a continuous scroll at the bottom. They can break in with any updates. This isn't like, you know, Channel 5 cut in a way that doesn't have continuous updates at the bottom of the screen. You can cut to alternate programming and still update at the bottom. That's what I, I mean, I, I don't think you, I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you eliminate that. I, I think you just, all you've done is, I think you put people in a really no win position to sit there and just just talk in circles and honestly you you kind of you it went well, well. It, it, the decision is your talent versus what the event calls for right like yeah the this event yeah. you, you probably feel like you have to cover live and be there for anything right it, how insensitive if you take it to the smu 30 for 30 Oh yeah, you can, you can't no, you can't go to you can't do that. No, yeah, you just you you can take it to take it to the studio. You you, you can do like highlights some, of the day and night something. Yeah, you you can cut away to something else with a scroll at the bottom or a continuous, you know, headline at the bottom. Whatever you want to do there, but it's the other risk they ran here. Honestly, was keeping people on the screen that long. You You're do open say yourself something. up to them speculating something they shouldn't say, yes. something they shouldn't. Yes, and so you were also kind of 
putting your anchors in a bad position to potentially mess up. Absolutely. Totally. All right. Um, let's try to transition. Updates throughout the entire morning on DeMar Hamlin with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, how are they going to make this up? How is this going to affect the AFC? We'll get to that later on, but let's focus on the Cowboys. Where they stand and who you now want them to face. Andrew Whitworth came on the show and said it's about who's healthy and who's hot. You want Brady on the road or Rodgers at home? Mm -hmm. These are some of the scenarios for the boys. We'll talk about it next.